0: I think the scariest thing about starting a podcast is what will everyone think? I know a lot of people from different places, like work or school or church, and it's just weird to mention to them, "Hey, I have a podcast," or if they somehow find out about it. And how do you how do you respond to that? Like, I don't know. I ooh, I don't like that, and I'm scared to do that. I'm anxious for that. But good thing, God is perfect, and his perfect love casts out fear, and I don't need to worry, but I, I'm still gonna worry. Anyways, hi, my name is Annie Brown, and I created the podcast, And If Not. Oh boy. Now, um, there's so many things I can talk about right now. Let's go into why I created this podcast. I created this because as a teen, I want to, oh, oh, that's what I was missing. I am 17 years old. I am a junior in high school. Um, And the reason why I created this podcast is so that teens can have an atmosphere or a place that they can just hear the hardships in my life, others, other people's lives, and just relate, (laughs) have a fellowship of just listening to what I went through, what other people have gone through. And just how can they go through it? Um, I just wanted a place that talks about things that teens are going through, but I want it to be from a teen, myself, herself. I am the teen that will be sharing this information. Um, So hope hope that made sense. If not, I will um, probably not explain it further, but um, let me know. (laughs) This is so hard. I don't know what to do. Um, anyways, moving on, um, why I created, or no, we already went over that. Um, how I came up with the name and if not, that goes off of the phrase, and if not, he is still good. And then that goes off of the Bible verse in Daniel 3, 18. Um, and that is about the three men who did not bow down to Nebuchadnezzar and his gold image and the kingship that he has. Um, And they were thrown into a fiery pit. And um, the verse is, But even if he does not, we want you to know your majesty. We will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. And this doesn't really do a good job of explaining, and if not, he is still good. But what you can take from this verse is that the very first part when it says, But even if he does not, talking about God, even if he does not show up, even if he does not save us, We're still not going to worship your Lord, your God, whatever you have. We're not going to serve that because our God is still good. So saying, and if not, and if God does not show up, if he does not save us, quote unquote, um, he is still good. He is still sovereign. He is still our God. And I still choose and I still choose to trust him and his promises. And I love that message so much that I decided to name a whole podcast over it because especially with life of a teen, um, life is hard and there's a lot of hardships that happen. And just thinking of like everything um, a teen goes through, like changing and changing of friendships, boyfriend, girlfriend, um, parents, I don't know what else. I. words are hard. Um, But basically teens go through a lot. And even if God doesn't show up, if he doesn't answer a certain prayer that you have um, the way that you want him to answer it, he is still good. He is still sovereign. He still promises to be with us. And I got this off the website. She reads truth, but it says God doesn't promise to save us from the flames, but he has promised to be with us as we walk through the fire. I love that message um, because this life is not perfect. It sucks, in fact, and we are not promised a perfect life when we follow Christ, but we are promised that God walks with us, that he will not leave us. He is always by our side. He is still good. He never changes. Okay, with that, um, I'm going to go into what I wanted to talk about in this episode. Um, Faith over fear. Especially in this time with coronavirus and scary things that are happening, like I self quarantine, it's just anxious thoughts and anxious um, worries and anxious everything that I just don't want to be in anymore. I want to choose Jesus and choose God as my source of peace. Um, and before I get into that, sorry, I have to interrupt myself again. But my goal with this podcast is to not be another sermon that people can listen to. I want this to be more of a chat room. (laughs) Sorry, I can't believe I said chat room. But um, I want this to be an atmosphere where it's like you're talking to your friend. I don't want it to be my preacher moment because Lord knows I cannot preach to save my life. Um, I want it to just be a chill, casual conversation um, so going into the faith over fear, I chose Isaiah 41:13, and I'm going to be saying three things that stuck out to me in that verse. Um, I'm going to try my hardest to not be, to not preach it, to not have my preacher moment. I'm going to try hard to just stay on the, stay on the, what is, stay focused on. Um, this is what stuck out to me, and how can I live that in my daily life, personally to me? Um, side note: um, In our small groups for church, we have small group guide small group guidelines, and one of them is I statements to not say we as a church, but to but to say instead, I do this or whatever, and just to turn it into an I statement, and that's what I'm going to try and do. Um, But I'm also going to try and relate it to everyone. But who knows what happens? What happens, happens. We're already this far into it. We're just going to keep trekking along. We got this. Also, another interruption. My voice is shot and it's been shot for a while. So if my voice cracks, I'm just going to go with it. Okay? Okay. Cool. Isaiah 41, 13. Um, That verse Is For I am the Lord, your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. I love this verse. Um, I didn't really know it existed until after searching this podcast topic and what I would be talking about, Um, but after my numerous attempts of trying to create this podcast, I've gone over this passage multiple times and each time I grow to love it even more. Um, because here are my three points that, um, keep standing out to me as I read the passage, the verse, it's not really a passage. Anyways, the first one is in the beginning of the verse when it says, for I'm the Lord, your God. Um, when it says your God, I think that sticks out to me the most because it's not like God is this big guy in the sky who just does whatever you want, who created all these things, but just stays up there and does nothing. He is present in your life. Whether you see him or not, um, <clears throat> he is there and he still loves us. And this big God that created the oceans, the mountains, the sunsets, sunrises, rocks, whatever you want, um, he created everything in this world and he also created you and loves you so much. And I love that message. Um, I asked my sister, Sylvia, if um, what is a passage. That, she, that comes to mind when I say God's love for us, like what shows God's love for us. Um, and I don't really like the NIV version of this verse. Um, of Philippians 2.8 is what she came up with, but it still um, serves its purpose. But it says, And being found in appearance as of man, as a man, he humbled himself by being obedient to death, even death to a cross. And I love this as well because God humbled himself. He, I don't know the right words to say this, but God, the almighty one, the sovereign, the big powerful guy humbled himself enough to become human. um, Well, half, 100% human, 100% God, but like to be on earth. He humbled himself to be on earth and to wash our feet. I think that's the biggest thing too. Um, where God, or Jesus washed our feet. He wasn't some big preacher guy that came down on earth, but yet still acted like he was superior to everyone. He washed feet. He served. He, he, I can't think of another word besides humbled, but he humbled himself enough to just be our servant and to serve us. And I love that message of how, um, yeah, I basically already reiterated what I wanted to say, so I don't need to keep saying it. But I really like that verse in proving, showing, not proving, showing God's love for us. Um, <clears throat> I prefer the CSB version, but that's okay. Just if you wanted to look it up yourself, just so you know. Um, the second thing that really stood out to me in Isaiah forty-one thirteen is um, what is it? Oh shoot. My book is different than um, Who Takes Hold of Your Right Hand. And I love this because there is an image. um, It's actually a tattoo I saw online, but um, still technically an image. But it's of someone's hand being held by God's hand, by Jesus's hand. And Jesus's hand has a nail in it. And I think, and it symbolizes that even though he died the most excruciating, painful death possible, um, he still is our friend. He still is like our best friend who like walks with us through the fire, through the furnace, through anything in life, our hardships in life. He walks with us. Um, and then there's another image that my dad showed our family that, um, that said how—sorry, um, I lost my train of thought—it was— Jesus all bloody and gory from being crucified and whipped and his gory death. But he was sitting next to a man and the man was talking and said, this is what it looks like to talk to Jesus. Because Jesus, like, even though he suffered a great death and like he was humiliated and just, he suffered, (laughs) like Jesus suffered so much. And even though He did all that. He still wants to talk to us. He still is talking to us. That, like, Even though he is this almighty, great, powerful, 100% human, 100% God, that he is there for us. And I think that is a great message to portray. I realize about myself that I say, I love that messenger. I love this. I'm trying not to say it, but it's really hard. Ah. Anyways, the last thing that stuck out to me is in the verse... When it's said, let me pull it up in my Bible. Um, Do not fear, I will help you. And this is the big oomph that I needed for this. Um, Not sermon, because this is not a sermon. This is just me talking. But I'm realizing that I've probably been really preachy moment. But sometimes I just get so passionate that I can't get away from the preacher side of talking about my faith. But it's okay. There is grace. There is grace. Um, but the last thing, do not fear. I will help you really shows the faith over fear. Um, because it's God saying to his people, do not fear. Like I am with you. Like all those things of him holding our right hand of him wanting us of humbling himself. Um, he wants us and he's going to help us. He like, and it like all connects and I love it how it's all connecting and it's connecting in my brain. It's probably not reiterating out what I want to say but like going back again go, whoa slow down Annie slow down I'm just getting so excited um and going back to the and if not he is still good in Daniel 3 18 I just love how it's saying God doesn't promise to save or what is it crap God doesn't promise to save us from the flames but he has promised us to, he has promised to be with us as we walk through the fire and that connecting to do not fear. I will help you. I will be with you. Um, <clears throat> my voice is getting so worn out because I'm just getting so passionate about it. Holy moly. Um, but God is with us all the time and he does not leave us in times of scariness. Like the best way I can describe it is like coronavirus right now, when we're all anxious, if we have enough supplies, if when will I be able to see my friends or when will I not be quarantined anymore? Um, All these anxious thoughts are going through our minds. But if we just stop and like realize what God promises of saying, do not fear, I will help you. God is with us. God is, he has not left. He has not changed. And he wants to help us too. I think that's the biggest thing I need to take away from this is that he doesn't like, he doesn't promise us like, oh yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do. That's in the job description. No, he wants to help us. He wants to, he wants us to want him. And I need to remember that in my daily life, that even when others fail me and when this world fails me, because it will, it has, that God is still there. That God still wants me. He is still holding my right hand, and He's still helping me through the flames. He's still helping me through the fire. And I love that message. We all know I do. Um, But I just love how um, even in times of anxiousness, even in times of fear, times of corona, um, God is still there, and He's still present. I've said that same thing three times in a row now, but... I'm very passionate about this. and I really hope my what is in my brain right now is transferring through the microphone to you guys because it's important to me. And I know I just became a preacher, but I also just feel very passionate about these verses. And um, especially in the time of now when um, it's just scary. Life is scary. Um. So some things I want to leave you guys with is, um, three verses that are also good for anxious times. Um, they probably are familiar to you, but even if not, um, I still want, I just, I think they're good. Um, the first one is Philippians four, six through seven. Um, that one's the do not fear, but in everything in prayer and petition and whatever. So just pray continuously, um, and trust that God is faithful and his promises. The next one is 1 John 4, 18, and this one is His love is perfect, God is love, and he His perfect love casts out fear. And there's a video my dad showed me a long time ago that I still love where it says we are the beloved. And just the fact that like God's perfect love casts out fear and He does not forsake us the, um, the word forsake reminds me of the song, who you say I am when the bridge, when it's saying I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. I am just saying, God says that we are his chosen people and, um, we are not forsaken. We are chosen. We are his. Um, oh, I just, I'm smiling at thinking about that. Um, but the last verse I have is first Peter five, six through seven. And to be honest with you, I just wrote that down and I have no idea what that means, but there's a challenge for you to look it up and see what I meant by that verse of how it will help you with your anxious thoughts. Whew. I did it. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> God bless. Um, so that is this podcast. Um, I hope that this podcast cannot be a preacher moment and I pray that I can we can stop being self-quarantined or social distancing. So I can actually talk to people and have, oh, that's another thing I wanted for this podcast is I wanted people um, to come with their own experiences because I have not gone through everything in this world um, and I know other people have. So to bring other people's experiences and to have them share it and what they did to get through it, I think um, I don't want to BS my way through um, trying to fake that I went through this really hard thing when I really didn't and trying to preach because trying to preach something that I haven't gone through. It's just fake and I don't want to be fake. Um, so I'm hoping to have other people on each episode just to have more insight and more um, knowledge to the topic that we're talking about. But if quarantine still happens and so- so social distancing is still a thing, that's not going to happen. So you're just going to have to hear my voice. You're welcome. But that is the first episode. I appreciate you for sticking this long into it and still listening. I thank you. Um, Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We made it. Um, I'll see you in the next episode.